Welcome to the Jersey Arts Podcast. I'm Susan Wollner. The music we've started with today is from the Buscade String Ensemble, a group from Soweto, South Africa, that has some special ties to Princeton, New Jersey. My two guests today will tell us more about that. Mark Ace is the executive director of the Princeton Symphony Orchestra, and Julian Grant is a composer, writer, educator, and music journalist based in Princeton and New York. Welcome. Hi, Susan. Hello. Hello. Hi, Susan. Mark, let me start with you. You are from South Africa yourself. What is the Buscade String Project? When did you first learn of them, and how has the Princeton Symphony Orchestra gotten involved? Well, that's a... It's, I could answer it by reciting my life story, but let's summarize it like this. Uh, my career in music began as a violinist in South Africa. And growing up in South Africa, I became aware of Buscade. And, at, you know, they started in the 90s. I was studying at university starting in the late 90s. So this was something that was happening contemporary to my career in South Africa, albeit on the other side of the country. But I gradually became aware of them. I started working professionally, playing in a string quartet, and we were very involved in various string projects around the country. But there was always this uh, talk of Buscade and knowledge of Buscade as being an absolutely shining star in everything that was happening in the country. And as time went on, I got to know a number of alumni of the program. They became colleagues. And so just always this awareness of this work that was being done. And so years later, now coming back from the States and having the opportunity to visit the country with a number of trustees from the Princeton Symphony Orchestra, coupled with the knowledge of Julian's relationship with Buscade, completely independent to me, and he's going to tell you about that. It was just an amazing chance and excuse to arrange a visit to the school, which we did 18 months ago. And it was really, I think, quite a transformational moment for many of the people in that room, myself included, and, and starting with myself. I hadn't actually visited the school before, and it was just very emotional for me to be returning to my home country and to experience this ethos that is within the school, the, the spirit that exists in the way education is approached, and then a, the unbelievable standard of playing. And so I was, you know, all feeling proud and homesick and all of these things at once. And I think it was just a, a great way to have a, a group of people from Princeton meet them and start to develop this relationship with the school and this need for us to present them over here. And we started talking about how we could have them here physically. And that's something that we will do in the future. But in this strange time that we're in now, this seems like a wonderful way to introduce their music to our audiences here. People can learn more about that on the website, but there's going to be a series of five concerts, which is quite a good introduction to them with work performed over the past several years, some of, sort of the best of from what I understand. So each year they have a, a kind of 
uh, year culmination concert at the Linda Auditorium in Johannesburg. And these concerts have been compiled from the last five years of those. So they're not direct translations of those programs, but rather um, each of these hour-long virtual programs has been curated from all of that material. Wonderful. Julian, tell me about your um, introduction. If it was not through the Princeton Symphony Orchestra, how did you become involved with Buscade? Oh, it was, it, was, it was fun, actually. It was very tangential. Um, I'm a great pal of Melvin Tan's. In when I this was when I was well, it was when I was living here actually. Yes, I was I've been in been in America now what for 10 years, yes, but I go back to London a lot because that's where I'm originally from. Um, and um, Melvin Tan has a friend, Paul Boucher, who is actually the curator of um, a rather extraordinary music collection that uh, is in Boughton House, which is north of London, um, which is the ancestral home of the Duke of Buccleuch, the Duke and Duchess of Buccleuch. So they found this extraordinary um, archive of uh, 18th century printed material and some manuscripts too, some sort of things that ended up in the British Museum that were so valuable. And in the midst of all of this were, were some manuscripts by somebody called Ignatius Sancho. Ignatius Sancho was in fact an African who was born on a slave ship which came to Britain. So in the midst of this pile of manuscripts in, in um, Bowton House, uh, were, th were these tunes by Ignatius Sancho. So Paul, the, the um, archivist, said, you know, we have Buscade coming uh, to uh, the, the house to do uh, a charity concert. And Paul and Rosemary Nolden used to, and Rosemary used to be an orchestra player in London. So um, they used to be desk mates or, or in the same, same uh, part of the orchestra. Um, and so they were coming to, to Bowton House to do a, a charity concert, and he said it would be really nice to have something they could play by this Ignatius Sancho, who was obviously uh, an interesting figure. So I just took these dance tunes by Ignatius Sancho, which are very simple, you know, they're very kind of, you know, like little folk dances, really, uh, and I wove them into a, into a string piece. What is it about Buscade, like, Mark, when you were saying that you kept hearing about them as this sort of shining example of a project that was taking place in South Africa when you were studying yourself. What is it that makes them special? Mm. What is it that makes them a group that has flourished since they began in the 90s? Well, I was lucky to be one of the visitors that, on that trip that Mark mentioned. And um, what, was, what, what was very exciting about that was that, that, that their senior players, who are now it, it, probably in their early 30s, um, and who perform all over the world. I mean, they've done sort of tours uh, most years. Um, their senior players are still on the scene a lot of them, they're there and they now sort of take on, on the, the tuition. And Rosemary is, is a real sort of didact. I mean, she's, you know, she says, I have to be. She said, I have to be, you know, be very, very strong about discipline. And, and Rosemary Nalden is the music director of... Buscade. She's the founder. The it's founder. her baby. And, yeah, no, yeah, it's it's her. A, and she, yes. So she's very involved yes. on a day-to-day -day basis. Okay. She actually emigrated from, from Britain to South Africa in order to, because it took over her life, I think. I think that's the story. So, so, so what, we, what we noticed was the fact that, that 
there seemed to be this fantastic organic hierarchy in, in terms of the tuition, in that the, there were the older kids who were sort of the old well, kids, they're not kids anymore, the adult, the older members who were overseeing uh, a rehearsal. But then we noticed that, that, that various sort of levels of players, various ages, actually would sort of circulate around and correct a bow hold or correct, correct you know, position. Or, uh, and, and so it seemed that everybody kind of had this very organic way of doing it. And then Rosemary herself, of course, would go into the middle. And, you know, she would... <laughs> Teaching the, the teachers at the same time, you know, giving yep. them tips on what they've just shown to the kids at the same time as correcting things for the kids. But everything is done with love. It feels yes. like a, a big family. And what's evident in the teaching style and comes through very much in the performance is this perfect marriage of discipline and complete freedom. Mm -hmm. And that comes through in the physicality of the playing and also in the the phrasing and this, you know, the stylistic playing that is appropriate to Baroque style, to classical music, to pop tunes that are done. And there's really not, not too many ensembles you could think of that really display that kind of versatility. You know, I was thinking about their name, Buscade, because uh, I'm assuming it comes from the term busking, which is... To me, I mean, I remember hearing a performer who had spent a year or two busking all around Europe, which is playing basically for free on street corners for tips, you know, just playing for the love of it. He described it as like the purest moment of his musical career because it was something that he only did for the love of it. And people would listen and stop and listen for the love of it. For him, it was like a very romantic and beautiful way to play. And I thought it was interesting that their name is called Buscade. That's a, it's such a beautiful observation because it really fits with so much of how they play. Mm. But the origins of the name, it comes from how Rosemary became involved and really the start of the ensemble where she responded to um, an article that she'd read in the UK speaking about a string project that was struggling financially. And she spearheaded an effort with, together with some colleagues in the UK to raise money to support this project by busking. Really? And they were the ones doing mm. busking and were able to, uh, I believe they, they raised around 6,000 pounds. And that was the, the amount of money that was really needed. And that's how Rosemary became involved. And she traveled to South Africa to carefully deliver the money and that, that, you know, fateful care, I think, which has resulted in her still being there. And as I was saying to someone earlier this week, it's one of the best managed organizations I've ever come across. Mm, and absolutely, it is absolutely extraordinary how careful they've been. And, you know, if you make a donation to them, you know, that that money is going to the right place and it's being looked after and the most has been done with it. What is Soweto like? What are the opportunities for kids like there now? Is, what, what role does Buscade play in their community now? Well, what's interesting about the school is that it um, actually serves a very localized area. And so they're in one part of, of Soweto and 
rather than being a destination school for people from a, a huge, I mean, Soweto is vast. They, they really serve a several block radius primarily. And so it exists as a, as a center for kids in that area who can walk there. And there, there's no initial requirement for them to be accepted other than they need to keep showing up. And, yeah. you know, and I think the, that's one of the just amazing things to realize is look at the quality of this ensemble that has grown out of this tiny little speck of an area and, you know, what talent exists throughout the world really when the opportunities are present. Mm, that is, that is just gave me chills really, you know, to think about that. Julian, tell me about the, the piece that you wrote. What were the things that you were thinking about when you wrote that piece that made it perfect for Busquade, in your opinion? Well, I had to write it pretty much blind because I hadn't met Busquade yet. I actually only met <clears throat> Busquade when they arrived to do the rehearsal on the day for their concert that night. So they'd already um, been learning it. I'd, I'd heard about Buscade, but I hadn't really sort of thought about it too much. And then, of course, when I saw, saw the coach arrive, um, I mean, it was very funny in this incredible sort of huge, pristine, stately home, you know, like, like something out of Downton Abbey. Um, and then all these, these kids got off the bus and were, were, were such sort of fun and, and, you know, they were on their kids, they were, you know, a lot of them, they were on really, you know, and, uh, and then to hear the rehearsal for the first time, I just thought, my goodness, you know, the, the actual sort of style, stylistic acumen of this playing it was just an extraordinary thing to hear and then to sort of hear how they would unbutton and sort of do the do the sort of quella the the the, the sort what of what is quella well mark is probably you probably have the dictionary definition of quella mark so there are several dictionary definitions and as i've said to people before i for me it's it's very much just a a sound of South Africa that makes me feel homesick when I hear it. You know, it doesn't always have the, the happiest of origins. It's very much connected to struggle music and um, connected to apartheid. It's a very, a very South African sound. One of the things that really struck me when I was watching a couple of YouTube videos of Buscade was not only the wonderful playing, it's sort of like very engaging, but they have such a playful onstage presence, mm. dancing sometimes, kind of a lot of interaction between, between the players. Uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Is that just something that emerges natural, naturally from this group of kids who, who study and together for so long? Yes, and I think it's also just a, a natural part of uh, music making. And what you see in some of the live concerts is they're also feeding off the energy of the audience. And uh, you know the audience is reacting to what they're doing and it's, they're almost they're responding and doing more. Um, and so that's just a wonderful 
thing to see as part of the live component it's a wonderfully sort of when you when you see it live it, it there's something sort of fantastically relaxing about seeing music making of that sort of effortlessness they have everything within their their fingertips and 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 everything and then they can sort of you know be whimsical and and choreograph you know on the off the hoof it's great it's really really fun it's beautiful thank you so much mark ace and julian grant for talking to me today. I think this series of concerts is really wonderful. And I am also very much looking forward to when they can come in person to Princeton, because uh, that will be something not to be missed. Sure. So thank you. Thank, thank you. Buscade, A Musical Miracle is a series of five on-demand virtual concerts presented by the Princeton Symphony Orchestra. The first, Brilliant Baroque to Cool Quella, is available January 29th through 31st and features Julian Grant's composition. The second, Soulful and Scintillating Solos, will be featured February 26th to 28th, followed by three more concerts towards the end of the next three months. All feature Buscade-trained musicians as soloists and are directed by Rosemary Nalton, founder and music director of Buscade. For more information, visit PrincetonSymphony.org. Thanks for listening. I'm Susan Wallner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.